Welcome to the Beauty, Brains, and Barbells podcast, the show that talks all things female resistance training to help women feel beautiful, confident, and strong in and out of the gym. Now for your hosts, Jordan and Gretchen. Welcome back. It's that time of year again, Gretchen. We're (laughs) ready for it. It is time that we get our poop grouped, that we cut a little bit. And we start to get ready for our our appropriate weight classes. Mm -hmm. It's not that we are cutting significant amounts of weight by any means. We just are, or we're actually both in different places of, you had a lot of life events happen, which Mm -hmm. now we're just recovering from eating more off plan than what you typically do. Right. For me, I train over what I want to compete at. and. Again, like more like, yeah, summer fun stuff as well, but training over what I compete at so that I can kind of build some muscle and cut down into a weight class. And now is the time I want to do it before we get into the thick of big time preparations for a meet. And I want to just be able to focus on being at that weight, maybe, maybe cutting one to two pounds the last little bit, right? Like right before it but nothing, nothing significant. So we want to talk about how to prepare for a cut today. What we, well, I've done a little bit more preparation seeing as you're fresh off the vacation train. (laughs) Well, that's how I prep for a cut. I just load it all in there (laughs) before I take it away. (laughs) But you also did. I mean, in essence, you, you've been preparing because we had the state fair. You prepared really well before the state fair. Mm Mm-hmm had the state fair, came back, was on it before vacation. Yeah. And you knew like, I'm going to go state fair. We're back. Life is normal. I'm in a vacation. We're going to come back. Now we're going to cut a little bit. Yeah. I mean, I, and, and we'll talk about it, but I definitely like, I don't do things on a whim. So I know what my schedule looks like pretty far out. And so my fun things, I do the fun things, but like you said, I'm on it before and after and in between fun things. So it makes coming into a cut that much easier. Right. So for me personally, I like to, so I compete at 165 is where I need to weigh pounds. Uh, 165 kilos. Boom! He's a big girl. <laughs> uh so I can pay 165 pounds and really where I like to, I, I guess, I don't know. Like it was, it was a multifaceted reason. One, I wanted to put some weight back on so I could build some muscle. Like I wanted to not be in a deficit to really add, add some stuff to my, my individual lifts. I was also recovering still from, from injury. So I wanted to give my body the resources it needs. I also wanted to go through a phase of very loosely tracking, having some of that practice too, because I do, I I enjoy tracking for the routine of things, for knowing where I'm at, what I need to eat. But I also want to practice the skill of not tracking and how to appropriately eat for that. So realistically, I've been sitting in the 170 to 172 range. So to have to cut the five to seven pounds is it, like it's not that much. Is it something that some lifters would choose to do during to do in a water cut 
before the meet? Absolutely. That's not how I roll. The anxiety and the stress of that would just destroy me. As well as I look at it from from the coach perspective of there are seasons of life. And I went, now I'm just in a season of, okay, like I've done the the repair on my body, been at maintenance level calories. I mean, you know this for a while I was eating 27, 2800 calories some days. Yeah. My days I'm, I'm, I'm solo coach. So I'm on my feet. I'm moving around. I'm like exercising for my job all day, every day on top of workouts. So I was eating a lot of food and I've done the work to be at maintenance for quite some time. And now I'm at the point where I'm, I'm ready to cut and I'm ready to get rid of some of the fluff. Not from not not for my Oreos. No, no. How do we give those up? You don't. I don't during a cut. I have very clear rules. Like, <laughs> I do not give up Oreos. Um, it's it's funny. People people ask that quite a bit, and and I'll talk about how I do that. But uh, the biggest thing that I started to do with preparing for a cut is one. I I started to look at my schedule of when I wanted to do this. Mm-hmm. I knew we were very busy July, August, September. So I knew, and like my my Monday through Friday, always very busy, but I mean like weekends. We had a lot of weddings this summer. We had baby showers. We had cabin weekends. We had family events. Like this coming weekend is my first quote unquote free weekend. And I still... I still have to do some player evaluations for softball this weekend. So I will be out at a ball field, but I'm home. Like I'm home and I can kind of pick and choose when I want to be out and about. Yeah. That was the first thing I had to do was I had to look at my schedule and say, when is this possible? Like, when does this fit my lifestyle? Because there's no way energy wise would it have fit in the last two months for sure. So that was what I picked first. I know for you, you look at schedule, uh, you you looked at, here's when the fair is, here's when our vacation is, here's when we're home and when what things will look like when we're at home. Yeah. And I, I mean, we basically do the same thing. We look at our schedules. We look at what's going on in our lives. I also look at, we've, we've stated before that we are one, one meet a year kind of gals, unless we crush it and get into another meet. Um, and it's usually the same meet. So we know about when it is. So I, I really look at my year at the, after a meet, I am game on. Let's go out and eat that night. We all know Jordan and I pick somewhere delicious. We done good. Yep. We eat a little bit extra the you know couple weeks leading after to really recover and repair um but then i look at my year and i think okay summers are always i always try to take the summers from like hardcore tracking off right i'm not all out balls to the walls like eating whatever i want but i i loosely track the fair we all know it's just there i did really good this year i'm very proud um And then we have a couple of vacations and I know that my family is super birthday heavy in the fall, beginning of winter. And those things I don't want to miss. 
when I did like my big initial cut to get into a different, a completely different weight class, I was a little bit more strict and I would be really conscious about that. But that's because my main goal at that time was to get into a completely different weight class. I'm a pound heavier than my weight class right now. So I'm not concerned about it at all, but I do know that I'm going to perform better once we start really getting into meat prep, being on my A game with my nutrition. Mm-hmm. And that's really my goal. I'm not concerned about you and I not getting into a weight class that we want to be in at all. We we're, know how we're way too stubborn to let that happen. <laughs> we're way too stubborn and way too terrified of our coach to walk out of the weight room and be like, I didn't make it. I didn't make it. And then to have them like announce it in front of everybody like they did last year. So you didn't make weight. You're gonna have to move up a weight class. Like let's just like let's talk let's talk about what that's like because I've never I've never experienced that. It's not the first time that like weight classes have changed because of this. But that confirmed that I will make weight. I will do what I need to. One hundred percent. It's scary. I would like I was like, if I knew that that would happen, if I didn't make weight, I would look at whoever's weighing me in and be like, I'm clearly pulling out of the meat because I could never have someone say that about me. They, so just to give you guys indication of what happened, we are all in the warm up area. Rules meeting is about to start. Somebody comes in and announces this woman's name for everyone. Yeah. And it like the girl was just terrified, like, and they were like, you've moved up a weight class. We now have X in this weight class and this weight class. And I was like, oh, <laughs> that's embarrassing. Like, you not only just have to accept that, like, you just missed weight. And for all we know, she could have just not cared. And, right. it, like, and that's totally fine. But for me to have that be announced to everyone like that, I would cry. Yeah leave and that would be the end of it i would poop my pants right there and be like well i think i made weight <laughs> can we re-weigh myself i think from, i did it <laughs> from the sweating the poop the the probably honestly let's be honest i would vomit yeah we would have made weight right there this is what i would hear in my head gretchen you're way too fat for the weight class that you signed up for so you gotta move up a class <laughs> Hey, fatty, like that's, those are the things that I hear in my head. And that's like, oh I, that, that girl, I, I talked with that woman quite a bit that day. Very happy to just be there and to be yeah. with me. Super, super friendly. She was not competing for winning by any means. It was great. I just was like, whoo, kudos to you for being being able to recover after that because I couldn't do it. No. Yeah. Um, so really my goal is to make my weight class and not have to tell our coach that I didn't make it and then have the announcement over. So <laughs> I know that you and I are way too stubborn to ever let that happen. Um, but I mean, it's, it's, it's now it's about performing to the best of my ability and nutrition is a huge part of that. Yeah. I, so after I look at my schedule, the next big thing for me is to get back to tracking to kind of see where I'm at. And I would say this is probably the loosest I've been in tracking. Now, don't get me wrong. 
I still all summer long prepared protein and veggies every week. Like I typically did. I went through a phase really guilty of not eating dinner. Um, I just would get my, my nights are chaotic when I'm, when I'm coaching, like I literally go three sessions back to back and usually some type of coaching call or sales call after I'm done. So like I'm working for like five hours straight. And if I don't get a bite to eat, I like to, I forget because I go from one thing to the next. So I went through a stretch where I was packing my dinners. Like I was portioning them out for the entire week going through that. But that was maybe a two week time span. And that otherwise it was pretty loosely tracking of I need to have my breakfast always stays the same. I need to have a protein at lunch. I need to have a protein at dinner. So the first thing I started to do was get back and see how much protein am I eating? How many carbs am I eating? How many fats am I eating? And and really see honestly where I'm at. And I started to do that when we, when I opted to bump my calories up to that 27, 2800 mark. And that was when I really started to prepare for this cut. I knew that on the weekends, they were largely untracked just because you have no idea what you're eating at a wedding. But um, I knew Monday through Friday, I'm getting approximately 27, 2800 calories in. And I just started to look at, at where these, where calories were coming from. I wasn't eating for any specific macro targets. I just was eating to hit 27 calories. That was my goal because I was, I was largely under eating. So I'd eat and I'd, I'd see, you know, there were some days where hmm, Oreos probably made up six to 700 of those calories. There were days where it was like, it was a lot of nutrient dense foods, a lot of salads, a lot of fruits, veggies, a lot of proteins. There were days where protein was really high, carbs were really low, but I used that time to educate myself and see what needs adjusting when it comes time to cut. And, and that was, that was a huge step for me is to, to take an honest look and to, I mean, we all know it's hard sometimes when you all of a sudden ate a crap ton and you're, you go to log it later and you're like, Oh my God. Like, I didn't think I eat that much, but like, I ate that much. Ooh, boy. Like, yeah. It's, it's eye opening. Um, and it's like, well, the girls have a lot to say about this. Um, it's really something that I think everybody should start with is, and, and that's what I encourage all of my clients to start with. They have to start tracking to some degree so that, so that I can see where they're at. I tell them, I don't want you to change anything yet because we, we aren't, I need this information to tell whether we're going to go to a, a a calorie deficit. If we're going to maintenance level calories, if we need to bump calories up, what we need to do. And I'm, I'm doing the same thing for myself, figuring out where I'm at, how I can, how I can get to the point to be ready for a calorie deficit. Yeah. Um, another thing I really like to do when I'm like loosely tracking and not super concerned about what's going on is try new foods because when I am doing a cut and when we're in prep for a meet, everything gets pretty stagnant. Like breakfast is the same. Lunch is always like revolved around rice is usually my carb because I digest at the best, you know, lean proteins, veggies. It, you know, like things are pretty boring. I mean, yeah. to be honest. And then same with dinner, like it gets pretty boring. So when I'm not 
being super strict about it. That's when I want to try to find new things and see if it works for me because it's terrible to be in the middle of prep, have bought all these groceries for a week or two, have prepped it all and then realized, you know what? This does not digest well. This does not work well with my tummy. So, yeah. Um, I think like big thing for me that I also did this time around, which I haven't done before was I really tried to take note of how my body responded to different amounts. I would literally, and this, this is not at all what I'm encouraging or advising to any of my clients or to anyone. I would change up my macro prescription weekly almost to see, do I, how do I respond with higher protein? How do I respond with higher carbs? How do I respond with higher fats? And it was really eye-opening to me to find kind of that sweet spot. I will say that fats are always hard for me to get in. I just don't, I like taste-wise or preference-wise, I don't love a lot of fats. So carbs and proteins are always, they, they can go back and forth on which, which one's higher. But um, just playing with that was something that was fun to do this time around. And I'm excited to kind of take that and use that in a cut coming up. Uh, I will say I'm going to go higher protein than what I what I typically think I need. So we'll see how it goes. That'll be exciting. It's it's games. games. I mean. Wimpy, wimpy, wimpy. So needless to say, we're both pretty excited going into this cut. Yeah. We got some things that we want to try. I I think there's a misconception that people dread being in a cut. Like, yes, the initial, and I've told this to people multiple times, like, it's okay to be a little hungry when you start a cut. You are cutting food out of your diet. If you're not hungry, you're doing it wrong. Correct. Like, you shouldn't be starving to the point of being, like, lethargic, but your tummy might growl, growl a little bit, or you might think, oh my gosh, I'm a little hungry because you were eating, you were eating 2,800 calories a day. Now you're going to cut it down. I mean, it's not like you go from 2,800 to 1,500 overnight. You would hate your life and I would not want to train with you. So you like cut it a little by little, but initially the first two weeks, you're going to be a little bit more hungry and that's fine. So the like two weeks, I'm usually like slightly grouchy towards bedtime, Um, but you get over that. You know, and and I think the excitement also goes to show how important it is to have seasons of your diet. Absolutely. Because I have truly enjoyed a looser summer. Mm -hmm. I like, I just, I looked at a picture of myself today. Like I love, who doesn't love when they're lean and there's muscle definition? Like everybody loves that. But I've also loved having extra pounds this summer, enjoying summer and food and getting ice cream when I want to have ice cream and Chipotle when I want to have Chipotle. Like I've enjoyed those things, but now I'm to the point of, okay, I like I've been eating a lot of food. I'm a little tired of eating a lot of food and I'm I'm ready to get back to that point of being lean again. I'm, I'm ready for it. And I think when you go through those different seasons, you are more mentally on board with these things because you're not pressuring yourself to always, you know, rigid diet, rigid diet, rigid diet. Mm -hmm. And it's, 
it's a lot easier to wrap your head around. Okay. Like I also think like this, this starting on Monday of like, you know, I just spoke with a potential client earlier this week and this person was like, okay, can I, can I start on Friday? And I said, yes, but I, like, I want to get you some information throughout the week so that you can kind of prepare for what's going to come start coming Friday. Well, I'm, I'm not like, I'm not ready to start anything until Friday. I said, I know, but like, I want you to read through. I want you to see that. I want you to see the food list. I want you to see these things. This preparation is going to make you that much more excited come Friday. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm really excited to start on Friday. I'm really excited to start. I know, but like, get yourself mentally in the game that you are starting on Friday. Cause you know, what's going to happen. Week's going to get busy. Life's going to get busy. It's going to wear you down. You're going to come on Friday and you're going to be like, oh, I want to start on Monday. Right. And I have really done the work to to start to prepare myself for this cut so that it's not all of a sudden like, oh, my God, I want to start my cut on Monday. Help me. What do I do? Right. I am I am literally in a place of I'm doing all the things. I'm hitting my steps. My mobility work is still in there. I've been on my sleep game. I'm tracking my food. I'm I am ready to to go into this diet because I know where I need to be. Yeah. I really like that you said that being excited can is a season of life about it, right? It really shows that there's seasons of life. I come summertime, I'm excited to be like like you said, I mean, I ate ice cream way more than I would normally eat ice cream, right? But I enjoyed every bit of it. We did the fair. We went, we just got back from New Orleans. Like the food in New Orleans is amazing. We did a food tour. I enjoyed every single bit of it. Um, but I like, I knew that by the end of the trip, I would be ready to clean everything up. And I was, and I already prepped my grocery list. I already knew what I needed to get coming back. I already had a week's worth of meals, like planned and ready to go. All I had to do was get it shipped to our house. Right. And that's what I did. And I'm, and I'm like super excited to eat clean and really feel my body get back to not normal because there are seasons of life, but working better, right? When I eat like crap and enjoy it, my sleep quality goes down quite a bit. Like I feel a little bit more lethargic in the morning. I, it's a little bit harder to get up. So I'm ready to be at a hundred percent optimal working. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of the Beauty, Brains, and Barbells podcast. If you liked what you heard today, go ahead and give us a like, a share on Instagram. Let us know what more you want to hear from us so that we can truly make this the podcast that females go to to improve their resistance training experience.